I'm just trying to align everything I do. So like, I'm never a different person when I'm doing something, you know, it's always something, um, you know, obviously there's a creative person, there's this, but like, I find that even very more recently, I've just been, I've been trying to like align, you know, my music with my cultural values, my religious values, my, uh, my characteristics, my personality and, and, Now I feel like it's my my duty, almost my calling to to you know if I was given a voice, it's my my duty to do something good with it. So that's just what I'm trying to do, and I think I I feel like I chose the right path. You know, <laughs> I'm I'm happy with what I chose. So, but if I went a different way, I don't know how happy I would have been. You know. <laughs> My guest on Kazakai Podcast is an aspiring, promising Palestinian singer, Zach Matari. Hello everybody and welcome to Kazakai Podcast with me, Mao Mosa from Gaza. My guest today is Zach Matari, known as Zakaria Matari. He's an aspiring and a promising Palestinian artist based in the US. He's the New Jersey boy who released his hit song, Yalla Song. Enjoy listening, Gaza Guy podcast from Gaza. I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. Thank you. I'm, I'm honored. I'm honored to be here. How's everything? Everything is fine. Yeah, good, good. Alhamdulillah. Hello, Zakaria Matari, and welcome to Gaza Guy Podcast. As I told you, I'm so honored to have you on the podcast. Uh, I really like your song <laughs> very, very much. It's, it's, it's amazing, actually. And uh, it shows part of who you are or where you came from, actually. For the listeners who uh, don't know who is Zakaria Matari, how would you like to introduce yourself to the listeners? Well, first of all, I'm a Palestinian, <laughs> American Muslim from uh, from New Jersey. And, uh, you know, I write songs to uh, to represent my people, to make the world a better place one song at a time, and that's uh, that's my mission. <laughs> how, how many songs do you have out there? Um, I have a few songs. I have, uh, I have a bunch. You know, I, I don't even know. I definitely count them, but probably probably 20 songs out or something like that, you know? But, um, but now, you know, more recently, as I get more in touch with my roots and everything, I, um, I'm trying to do it in a more uh, conscious way and uh, being more intentional with what I'm saying and, and, uh, and the sounds that are going into the music. And the sounds and everything about your recent song actually is, is amazing. And the lyrics and the idea and the message is, is very, very purified, actually. Thank you very much. Do you hear of the bands that uh, do such similar musics, like the 47 Soul, for example? Have you oh, heard yeah, of them? Incredible. Oh my god. I mean, actually, I went on, I went, I did a tour with them. I went on tour with them um, last year. Actually, we were supposed to go on this year, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but 
yeah, they're, oh my god, those guys, so amazing, so inspiring, and um, yeah, they're, they're, the music they're doing, the music they're doing, yeah, they pioneered that, that, you know, that crossover mix, so, you know, they're definitely a big influence of mine, creating a new genre, yeah, I mean, those guys are incredible, they're so good, and I think you, you are doing something similar, and since the 47 Soul showed up to the scene, I, I wanted, as, as a young man who's into music, I wanted those kind of new songs or new music that could uh, recreate our Torah and make something out of it. And the 47 Soul did that thing. Then when I heard also your song, I think like we have uh, a new generation of musicians and talented singers from Palestine who can do something and they are coming. Inshallah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what? We're all just trying to represent, you know, that's that's what we're that's what we're doing. So what's next after uh, young song? So we actually have um, so actually I just released the acoustic version because I wanted to do something um, I just had this idea, everyone kept asking me for it and uh, because I performed it on a few live streams and they were like ah, I want the acoustic and I was like okay so we put it together and um, actually we we teamed up with uh, UNRWA USA I'm not sure if you know them they're uh, an yeah. organization that help you know families and, and, ki and kids in, in uh, Gaza and um, so what we're doing this month we're doing something where uh, all the proceeds from streaming wise from YouTube uh, Spotify Apple Music whatever are going to go to their organization that help um, food assistance over there, um, you know, um, education and healthcare, and you know, just trying to just trying to do our part, and you know, finding other ways for people to donate. You know, not everyone can donate monetarily, but if you have a Spotify account, you can stream the song, and <laughs> all the proceeds will go to yeah, to, yeah, to them. So I just you know, I saw how much that meant to, I saw how much the song actually meant to a lot of people, and I thought if we can constructively think of a way to give back in that sense that so, you know uh, i wanted to do that so um so yeah that's something we just put out actually on friday so yeah amazing uh what first got you into music first um you know i've been singing my whole life you know my father always sang to me and my siblings and you know, in the car and then the car translated so like me singing alone in the shower and just like everybody else so you know eventually i found myself on the stage and I got a really good reaction from it when I was a young, at a young age, and, and I was just like, I felt like, you know, it was like a high, you know, like oh my gosh, like I need to, I need to keep doing this, and, and uh, you know, long story short, throughout my schooling, you know, high school and things like that, I joined a, a band and, and kind of found my way through different types of genres, through rock music, through um, R&B, through pop, and then kind of to what I'm doing today. So. So yeah, it's been a journey, but uh, <laughs> so. How would you describe the music that you typically create? Hmm, that's a good question. How would I describe it? I would say with a blend of, well, I guess, you know, it's funny, it transforms. If you asked me this two years ago, it'd be a completely different answer. But if you asked me today, I would say, you know, a blend between, um, you know, I would say between like R&B, pop with, you know, uh, Palestinian cultural sounds yeah. inspired. I can see that. I can see that in your song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where is your creative process uh, like? Uh, you know, every song is different. You know, like it starts with, for me, I like to start with 
uh, the chords, and then from the chords we go just so start like singing, mumbling different things. So you hear something that you're like like, and then the the mumbles kind of sound like a few words, and then you're like, oh my god, that kind of sounds like I'm saying this. And you know, it's funny. The best songs come from your subconscious. So like you'll, I'll be like saying something like na 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 na, and then I'll be like, what does that sound like? And then my subconscious is ready telling me the story because once I hear the word, you know, yalla, I'm like, oh, okay, it's gonna be this, and you know. Um, and so it starts with the chords, then goes to the melody, then the lyrics. But sometimes, every, every song every song is different, but that's how Yella, for example, Now, I think your Arabic is very good, and I've seen some TikTok videos for you speaking Arabic. So have you ever thought of doing an entire Arabic version of your song? You know, I, I was thinking about it, you know, I actually got... It's gonna be fire, honestly. <laughs> you think so? You know, I had a few friends that were like, you know, professionally translators that like, I, well, they were going, they did it for me and it was like, it was good, but it wasn't like, it didn't get that, like that hit. The so local, like, maybe the local yeah. language. Maybe, maybe the, uh, the Gaza Poet Society can maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can. Like, I'll do my best, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't found the good, the best translation yet for it. I mean, I, I would love to. I've always wanted to do that. But I thought, if I can't get a good translation, I don't want to force it. And maybe I'll just come up with a new song. You know, because song. because if you published uh, an entire Arabic version uh, or Palestinian version, it will uh, reach out to everybody. And because it's right. it's it's a hit, actually. But if you, yeah. if you publish it in Palestinian, it can reach to more and more uh, people. Maybe that's something we could work on, you and I. <laughs> <laughs> we have. I'd love to. Honestly, if we can come out good, I would I would not be opposed to that. I would love to. Do it needs to be Palestinian, pure Palestinian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, who inspired you to make music, Zach? Yeah, you know, my father always like saying, and I always loved hearing him sing. I always tried to emulate what he did as a kid. Um, but musically, I would say like Stevie Wonder, Marvin Gaye. Some of my biggest influences growing up, just because I loved the, the messages that they had in their music, and they really sang with a purpose. And uh, also bands like Led Zeppelin. Um, you know, but I also grew up with like you know the pop oddity, which is like I'm with the Ab and like like all the that's like the pop. So we grew up. We grew up with like pop '90s. <laughs> you know, um, you know my 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 grandparents listened to you know. And Beirut, like everybody else, you know, and uh, um, and that was like always in the back of my mind. I always wanted to come up with a fusion um, because it always felt like my music here, my culture was here, and I wanted to kind of like find a way to bring my full self into a into my art, you know. So that was kind of where Yella came in. You were born in Palestine. No, no, I was born here actually. In the U.S. Yeah, I was born in the U.S. My father, uh, born in Brazil. My mother, born in Amman, Jordan. And um, you know, all from Palestine. Well, you know, my grandfather came, so we have so, a lot of connections. Have you visited Palestine before? Yeah, yep. Yeah. I haven't made it to Gaza yet, which is on my list, first on my list, inshallah, one day. One day. Actually, this past summer, which is amazing. Um, and, um, How was the experience? 
Oh, was, oh my gosh. I mean, yeah, it had its times where it was. Was like, was for the first time? No, no, I went. Actually, it was the first time in like twelve years. I'll tell you that. Was like, uh -huh. The first time I went was I was maybe ten, ten or so. You know. And yeah, I got to go again by myself. Actually, it was with me and uh, my Sithi, and we like went. She was gonna go by herself with her sister, and. It's crazy the way things work, you know. I was gonna, I was like, ah, I'll go next year. Next year would have been 2020, so, <laughs> so I was like, I'll go next year. Then, you know, but then something told me, like, you know, just like, let's look up a flight and see if it is. And um, long story short, there was one ticket left, literally right next to her, and it was like within the budget. It was a little expensive, but it was within the budget. And um, and I was like, you know, subhanallah, that's it. I gotta do it. <laughs> That's it. What do you miss uh, the most about Palestine? Or I would say, I would say the people. You know, the people there, my family. Like I, I really connected with a lot of. I also see the kids over there. Like they're just like so amazing. You know, I don't know. They don't make them like that. You know, they just. <laughs> so, you know, they, they have a, they have such a. It's it's amazing the way they grow up and you know and like. I'm sure you grew up in a similar way, like you know, yeah, yeah. I grew up here in Gaza. So you're conscious of everything that's going on, you know. Like, you know, I feel like uh, they grew up with so much character, you know. And and uh, and my cousins are just like the cutest kids, with, but with so much knowledge, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't grow up with all that knowledge, you know. That you know, I grew into understanding, you know, everything. But you know, when you're born in the conflict, you know, it's it's completely different. It's different. It can teach you a lot, but it's not easy. Yeah, oh, you know, not all. What is your favorite song to perform? I I think I know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, Yola hits live. I'll tell you that. You know, yeah. you know, it's funny. I never got to play. I played that song live before it came out a bunch of times, but I never got to play it live when it was out. So I'm like itching to like. Online. Yeah, yeah, I think I think the audience will will not stop yeah, dancing. Waiting. You know, like it's funny because when I when I played it live for the first time, I remember, you know, I had a really great reaction from it because no one was expecting it. Um, but I would love to see the reaction when people actually know the song and can sing along. With me, you know, it's gonna be better, I think, when they know yeah. the lyrics oh, and know everything. Yeah, that's like the best feeling when people are singing your, your music. What do you enjoy most about being an artist? I think what I enjoy the most definitely the process of creating, but also the reaction when people like come to you or and, you know like I've got especially with Yolo like I've got so many messages like you know you don't know what this song means to me and like that to me is like wow I can create something that you know means so much to me but can mean just as much if not more to somebody else that's going through something or. Whether it be an identity crisis, or whether it be, you know, uh, standing up to your oppressor, whatever it may be, like it was, it was just it was really nice to see that something you create um, can mean just as much to somebody else, you know, that's, or get somebody through something. Like that's that is like, there's no feeling like that, you know. Yeah. What are your plans for any future releases? Future releases definitely. I definitely want to keep exploring the the fusion and seeing where I can go with that. And, you know how much I can kind of uh, yeah. Because the idea of it is also to, to represent our people, but also to 
expose um, our beautiful culture to people that aren't exposed to it. Yeah, yeah. Do it in a way that people can be like, wow, that's cool. Where, you know, where did they come up with that? And it's like, I didn't come up with it. This is just things that have influenced me. This is my background. This is my culture. And look how beautiful it is, you know, because people only see a certain light of it, you know, and they only see one perspective, especially with the media and things like that. It's nice to um, to show people that, hey, we can sing, we dance, we we have fun, you know, just like just like you, you know, and and um, it's not about just like uh we are like them like we're not coming from a different planet but the thing is uh we're proud of our culture and we celebrate our culture that is the most important thing but to say to them or tell them that we we are like you no come on we we just stoma humans that went through many difficult things and many difficult challenges but when we do that we celebrate our culture and we say to them that we we're very proud of who we are where we came from yeah exactly and, and what i mean by like we're just like you is that because there is a there is a narrative painted by the media of who we are you know and, and mm -hmm. you know, it's like they you know some people do think like almost like we're bred on a different planet you know what i mean so like you know to to kind of offer that like you know here's something you can dance to just like everything else you know and there's something you can you know it's a it's a nice it's a nice extending of the olive branch, you know? It's a nice extending of the, of, hey, welcome. Come check out who we are, you know? Yeah, and see our culture. Yeah, of course, yeah. What was your dream job when you were younger? My dream job? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I always wanted to be a, you know, musician, artist, but actually, I also wanted to like build things. I always love like, you know, like Legos. You ever see those? like that's like the building blocks it's like a you know yeah. like a toy where they you build the things and i always love to to build i, I just like to make things honestly i invented <laughs> the time the inventions i had like i had a little creative book when i was a kid and i used to draw inventions all the time. so i was always creating something so i think i want to just be a creator <laughs> if you had uh, to describe yourself in three words what would they be Three words, what would they be? Is a good question. Can we make it two? <laughs> you know what? I guess uh I guess Palestinian and Muslim is the <laughs> that's that's, a, that's a there are many Palestinian and Muslims out there. Oh my god, like how else can I be described? Uh no, I mean I guess um passionate and uh and uh and empathetic. Yeah, something yeah, nice. Feel like I, I have a passion. You want to add them one or just two is enough? Oh, the other one, the other one would be, uh, <laughs> the other one would be, I guess, probably persistent. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what, I guess that's. Where's the best part of your day? Best part of my day, the morning. The morning. Why? Because uh, I woke up. I woke up. You know, <laughs> I woke up and I could another day. That's that's the. Uh, yeah, the mornings are my favorite. I like to wake up really early and get the day started and try to maximize my time. Do you believe in luck? In luck? Yeah. No, I, I believe, I believe everything happens for a reason. You know, I believe in that, and I believe that, uh, you know, there's a bigger plan for all of us. And uh, I believe, I guess, people ha have a sort of like they they tend to certain people tend to have. Uh, an easier 
are dealt a better hand than other people, you know? So we can we can call this luck, you know? <laughs> well, like, I guess leave it a little bit. <laughs> I guess a little bit, you know? I guess some people are. I don't, okay, this is what I don't believe that, you know, a lot of people say that, like, especially in like the music industry, you know, you need talent and a lot of luck, you know? I don't believe that. I believe that, you know, persistence can can get you to a place, you know? And yeah. I believe um, doing the right things and uh, and you know having your your talents can take you somewhere, you know. But I don't believe that. I don't believe in chalking things up to luck. Ah, that's it. He's lucky. You get there. You know what I mean? Or, yeah. You know, you're only you're only gonna get there if you're lucky. That's what I don't believe. I believe that some people could be lucky, but I don't believe in luck being the answer to uh, final destination. You know, like <laughs> if it's meant to be, it'll happen. For what's in your life uh, do you feel most grateful, Zach? Life and my family, definitely. You know, definitely feel very grateful, very blessed to be alive, one, and to, you know, be alive and healthy in 2020, because that's, you know, <laughs> people not, 2020 is a crazy time, you know, so, um, and of course for my family, that's the you know, family than health, I guess. <laughs> then, then surviving 2020. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, can you sing something live or it's... Yeah, it's... I can sing something live. Should I get my guitar or something? Yeah, yeah. Oh, let me see. All right, you got, you, can you give me one second? Yeah, man. Two. Grab my guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Three seconds, all right? <laughs> Let's see. Okay, so this song called Risk It All, and it's basically just, you know, putting everything on the line for a very special person, you know? <clears throat> yeah, basically. You know something? I wish you were more active, man. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. 
your voice is something special. Ah, thank you so much. What three habits that will improve your life, Zach? Be more decisive. <laughs> I can be indecisive sometimes, you know, so if I think I've, if I was more decisive, that's, that's a quality I think, you know, anybody can improve anybody. Yes. You can make a decision and just live with it, you know? Especially in your field, <laughs> you need to be decisive. Oh yeah. I mean, there's things that like I'm indecisive about, there's certain things I'm just like, stupid things, you just, you know, just keep going, you know? <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I think indecisiveness, I can, if I can get on that, that'd be better. Um, another two things. Hmm, I care a lot, you know, like I care about things a lot, you know, and I just because I want to. I couldn't say, you know, if I, if I, if I cared less, I think my music would come out completely <laughs> different, you know, because I'm very adamant about things, you know. Um, honestly, I think I would just chalk it up to being more decisive and uh, maybe time management, just. You know, I'm pretty good with it, but people can always be. People can always be like, yeah, myself. Like I find myself like, I can, if I manage my time a little better, I can probably get a little more done. You know, so. And, uh, I think everybody needs to lose the three. <laughs> also, also a quote, you know, if you fail to plan, plan to fail. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. So you know, like that's that's a quote I kind of live by. So just gotta keep planning. So yeah. Uh, what really makes you angry? Angry? Uh, I think uh, I think recklessness. People that like don't care about anything but themselves. You know, that's like you know. I, I feel like because I'm very hypersensitive to things that are happening around me. I think it's things that like irk me, or that I see somebody that's just disregarding everything else that's happening around them and only really worrying about themselves. You know, like I yeah. The selfishness, I think, is something that, not angry, but like, just picks at me a little. I can't deal with people that are just so selfish. <laughs> you know? What are the challenges you think the next generation will face? Besides climate change? <laughs> 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 um, let me think. I think uh, we need to be more um, present, you know? I think we all struggle with being our phones all day and being stuck online, you know, and um, and worried about like if what's happening over here, they kind of like missed what's happening right in front of them, you know. Uh, we're all guilty of it, but I think if we grow, I mean, we didn't, I didn't grow up with an iPad or an iPhone, you know, but like this, you know, there's they've grown up with the screen in front of their faces since you know birth, you know. So I would just hope that. You know, I, I think you would be very cautious of, you know, how much time you spend on, you know, your devices as opposed to being, you know, in a moment, you know, like that's something that we all take for granted. Just like, uh, do you think we think the same like our parents when they used to talk about about us, like we spend all of our times in front of TV, you know? <laughs> right. You know, honestly, I do and I don't because yeah, I mean, like, I, I find myself being sucked into it. I didn't grow up with this. Imagine if all I knew was this, you know, yeah, like, yeah. like I'm saying it out of my own experience. I don't, you know, I'm just assuming if something I didn't grow up with, I'm, you know, you know, I can't leave my my house. I can't leave anything without this thing, you know? So I think uh, we rely so much on technology and it's not, it's not the worst thing, but 
Um, you gotta be, you gotta be careful that you miss a lot of moments just because you're exactly by this, you know. You know, um, most of my guests, when I ask them this question, they were all saying uh, the kids will miss the times when we, when we're kids, going out in the streets and playing. You know. Yeah. Oh my Kids don't like pick up a soccer ball and just mm. <laughs> you know? Like yeah. I, I don't know. It's it's different. You know, also also this is kind of toxic because people are constantly comparing themselves to other people's lives, you know, like that's another thing, yeah. That is like you know, that's horrible. You know, if you all you see is somebody having a great time and you know, some people just they see what they don't have and start comparing yeah oh my gosh so the problem is to grow up in this like when you're at that age yeah at that young age what are some of your long-term or short-term goals Zach? long-term goals um and like <laughs> your question um uh, long-term goals i'd like to just continually um, write music that's inspiring other people to do something good, you know, uh, or to make people think. Um, as an artist, that's what my goal is, you know, just to um, do what the artists that inspired me to, to sing, you know, is inspire the next generation um, and inspire people to. Um, you just get out of the comfort zones and and feel feel comfortable in their own skin and and um, then yeah just I mean just in general like create things that are um, inspiring people to do something positive that's that's really like my goal and um, obviously you know free Palestine <laughs> that's, that's definitely cool, you know? <laughs> that's a that's a short and long term goal, you know. <laughs> it sounded it sounded like in CV, like also free Palestine is something that I want to achieve on a cover level. So within our lifetime, you know. But um, but yeah, I mean, um, yeah, just to inspire people to uh, to do good things in my music. That's it, you know. Yeah, I think you will, man. I think you will. Your music, your music is something great and amazing, and we need this kind of music, this fusion that connects uh, our past, our heritage to our future. Which famous musicians do you admire? Stevie Wonder is somebody that I like really. Um really admire because he he didn't he wasn't just a musician he wasn't just a he was very conscious about what he wrote he was an active active um humanitarian you know he did things to help his community help society help the world in general and um if i can pattern my career out of anybody in the world it'd probably be his because he's just i'm sure amazing amazing person yeah <laughs> How do you feel the internet has impacted the music business? The internet impacts the music business. I think it's 
it's done two things. One great, one not so great. <laughs> one great, which has been able to give um, independent artists like myself a platform to access the whole world. You know, that yeah. is like no other time has ever been like that, you know? Yeah. Artists were struggling to build a new. Yeah, but like it's, it's, it's easier in that sense to, you know, to put out content to a wider audience but it's a double-edged sword right there's the other half you know it also so much content is coming through whether it's great or not <laughs> it's being funneled to you in every way so um you know you're finding that it, it's easier to reach a global audience but it's also hard to cut through the noise you know what i mean it's hard to cut through um everything else that's entertaining people. You know what I mean? Yeah, so like, yeah. uh, and you know, not, not everything's quality. You know what I mean? There's, <laughs> there's some things that are just like, yeah, hey, do we need it? You know? Um, but, um, so yeah, there's a lot of fluff, but there's also, you know, I always, I'm, I'm always more of an optimistic person. So I think it's, uh, it's, it's definitely leans heavier on the, uh, on the more positive things that the internet does. Anybody talking to you can receive that power, that positive energy, actually. Ah, thank you. Right, that's right. <laughs> At the end of your song, like, if you were in that positive, you wouldn't make Yalla song. Who would you most uh, like to collaborate with? Who would I love to collaborate? Well, I guess on the American side, like, like Western music would be, you know, somebody like... Uh, a Stevie Wonder or like a J. Cole. Like I love J. Cole, he's one of my favorite artists for sure. If you know J. Cole, he's like a you know he's a conscious hip hop hip hop artist. And um on the uh out of me side, <laughs> I'd have to say honestly Omar Diab is like one of my favorites of all time. And it might be generic, but that's something I just grew up listening to like my whole life, you know. So he would be you know, he's like here, you know, like I Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. With him, like, uh, he's, he's a legend in the Arab world, like doing music for more than 20 years, maybe. Yeah, I think more. More, I mean, he's been since the 80s, I think, late 80s. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So he's been, it's been at least 30, 35 years, maybe. At least. On top. <laughs> he's still putting out hits. What, what did it teach you being Palestinian? Um, it taught me to never give up. It taught me to, um, you know, know who you are, be proud of where you, where you come from and who you are and your roots. Um, I think there's like a, there's like a, I think with every Palestinian kid, there's a, a sense of confidence because, you know, we're proud, we're so proud of who we are, where we come from. And, um, and uh, we come from such a rich culture. And I think, yeah, I think the things have just been like, just the idea that, you know, that we're like, we, we won't give up till we have, you know, till we're recognized, you know? Mm -hmm. I think that it, in itself has shown how pers we all come out so persistent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we, we come out so courageous and, you know, so I think all those, all those adjectives probably describe any Palestinian kid. I don't think 
Have you ever made a decision that changed your entire life? And so, what was it? I think we all make those decisions. We all, I think it's like life's all about, right? Making those decisions. Um, I think choosing to do music, I would have been a completely different person. You know, I actually studied, I was actually going to, I was going to go to school, after high school, I was going to go to school for architecture. That was my thing. I was going to, I love drawing as well. So, like, I wanted to, you know, build, build, create, draw, all the things coming full circle. And, um, there's just something about it that didn't seem as exciting, you know? And, uh, and I was just like, you know, we got one life. Let me just try this out. And, you know, it's been a lot. It's been a little bit of a roller coaster, but, you know, I'm finding my way. And, uh, and I definitely could never regret that because it's so, you know, part of who I am, you know? Yeah. It's the thing that, you know, some people are, are born with certain things, you know, and they want you to, to grow in that in that aspect of, of what you were given, you know. So um, I just now I feel like it's my my duty, almost my calling to to um, you know if I was given a voice, it's my my duty to do something good with it. So that's just what I'm trying to do, and I think I I feel like I chose the right path, you know. <laughs> You, uh, have you ever made a decision that changed your entire life? If so, what was it? Yeah, we all make those decisions. We all, I think that's like life's all about, right? Making those decisions. Um, I think choosing to do music, I would have been a completely different person. You know, I actually studied, I was actually going to, I was going to go to school after high school. I was going to go to school for architecture. That was going to be my thing. I was going to, I love drawing as well. So like I wanted to, you know, build, build, create, draw, all the things coming full circle. And, um, and there's just something about it that didn't seem as exciting, you know? And uh, I was just like, you know, we got one life. Let me just try this out. And, you know, it's been a lot. It's been a little bit of a roller coaster, but, you know, I'm finding my way. And, uh, and I definitely never regret that because it's so you know it's part of who I am you know it's, it's the thing that you know some people are born with certain things you know and they want you to to grow in that in that aspect of, of what you were given you know so um, I just now I feel like it's my my duty almost my calling to to um, you know if I was given a voice it's my my duty to do something good with so this is what I've been trying to do, and I think I, I feel like I chose the right path. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy with it, what I chose. So, but if I went a different way, I don't know how happy I would have been. You know. <laughs> What's the best bad decision you ever made? Oh, best bad decision. These are these are some, like reflecting questions. I wish I knew. I would have like like prayed and then meditated or something. <laughs> um, best bad decision I ever made. We all make bad decisions. I just don't know which ones panned out in the right way. <laughs> the best bad decision I ever made, usually if it's a bad decision, it was never, <laughs> I was never happy about it, you know? Um, I gotta, you gotta come back to me. Let's, let's, we'll circle back to that one. <laughs> I gotta think about it. When, when are you most yourself, Zach? I'm really, tr like, truly, like, as a person, I'm trying to, um, I'm just trying to align everything I do so like
person when they're doing something. You know, it's always something. Um, you know, obviously there's a creative person, there's this, but like I find that very more recently I've just been I've been trying to like align, you know, my music with my my cultural values, my religious values, my uh, my characteristics, my personality, and, and so answer your question is that I I want every version of myself to be one representation of myself you know what I mean so like I can't say that my creative side is is the most me I guess I can say that because now creatively it lines up with what I believe morally and you know religiously culturally like it Trying to align everything, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. What do you spend most of your time doing? Um, most of my time doing. I'm with my family a lot. <laughs> um, and uh, it's between family and music and uh, and practicing, you know, my out of being. Where, where is your happy place? My happiness? Happy place. Happy place. Um, I say at home. My love. <laughs> <laughs> my family. Yeah, that's, that's, my, that's my happy place. Yeah. Hmm. If you, what if you could start your life all over? What would you do differently? I probably would have picked up at least three more languages when I was five years old. It's way easier to learn a language when you're that young, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, I think... Which languages you wanted to, to learn? Uh, man, I think, I think just communicate it like, you know, my father speaks like five languages, so like, um, you know, there's a lot, so like, I, I, you know, he's, he's, you know, so I, I would have loved to have been more proficient in Portuguese and Spanish. Even now, I'm, I'm brushing up on my Arabic and stuff like that. So, you know, but I, I would have loved. Oh man, you got the accent in the Arabic. That's not something easy. <laughs> well, you know, you grow up with it. You know, you yeah. hear it all the time. And uh, you know, but. Um, no, no, you're doing great job, man. Yeah, but yeah, it's the same. Th at the same time, we can't. I guess we can't look back and think about what we could have done because you know what we're doing is what we always. What was always meant for us, you know. So, like, yeah. if I learn the five other languages, you know, who knows? Who knows where I've been? So, yeah. Um, what do you consider to be the highlight of your life? These are such deep questions. I love it. <laughs> oh, and it's not a normal conversation, though. <laughs> I know. Like, the highlight of my life. I, I'm not gonna get chalked up to one moment, but I'll chalk up like a, a highlight. Not the highlight of my life, but like, mm. a highlight. Um, I think when I put out, um, when I put out Yellow, and somebody like sent me this long video on like how much it meant to them and like really emotional about it, and like that was like such to me, it hit me in a certain way because I struggled. Um, 
debating on putting this song out for a long time. I've had this song for maybe two years, you know, and like I really slept on it. Like I was like, ah, I don't know if I want to go in this direction, but I want to do this, you know. And and it was like a lot of indecisiveness, you know, that you know that that was you know, clouding my mind and and a lot of just thinking about too many other things. And um, and when I put it out, and then that like reaction happened, it was like. I made it, you know, in my head I was like, I made it. Like, I don't care if no one else listens to the song, that it, it impacted somebody that much for them to have made a video that was, you know, five to seven minutes long and telling me emotionally, you know, how much it meant to them. Like, that was like everything. It gave me more purpose, you know? Yeah, that's so, beautiful. That was, that was like, wow, okay. <laughs> How do you calm yourself when you get angry? Breathe. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I just try not to let things get to me. You know, I, I, I kind of like try not to take anything too serious. Um, you know, and I think maybe a couple years ago I would have been like, you know, letting things get to me but like I really I really just don't let things get to me as much as I do if I if I ever do it's just okay let me just breathe and remember that nothing I shouldn't let anything ruin my day you know what I mean I shouldn't let anything you know take away what has been given to me which is a day that I'm alive I have my health you know and, and you know and I just think about all the things that I that are in my control. I don't think I think the things that are out of my control. What was the single best realization you have ever had? There is a God and that you know that everything happens for a reason. There's a bigger plan, things that we can't understand beyond our beyond our comprehension are for us not to know and I find comfort in knowing that there's above us that's directing us kind of you know if we're not supposed to have it then you know there's nothing we can do about it and that you know that's like the basis of my whole existence I think. What is one thing you don't understand about yourself? I don't understand how I'm so indecisive. <laughs> I can be very indecisive I'm telling you I can be very indecisive sometimes so um, you know I, I kind of like I'm often like why? Why am I like this? Uh, yeah, I would say that. What do you think is the best feeling in the world? Um, best feeling in the world? I guess being in a room surrounded by people that you love, people that love you. Um, and being very present and knowing that, you know, just being grateful in that moment for everything that's happening and, uh, and you know, and yeah, I think that's, you know, like when you're in a room with people that you know that love you and that you love them just as much and you can, um, and you, you, you're present, you're like, wow, this is a moment in time that I might never meet again, and, but here I am and I'm enjoying it and, um, yeah, I think that's... Let's get you into, you could define love 
How would you define it? How could you define home? Something your fans wouldn't know about you. Fans don't know about me. Um, <laughs> like, okay. Hmm. Um, I like Matt Luba with chicken instead of laughing. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, you get, I think you shared too much information with me. <laughs> No, I like it more with the chicken too. I think it's tastier. It's my number one. What's your number one? It's my number one. Yeah, I think out of all the dishes, that's just like... Like it has, you know, meat, rice, vegetables, like what else you need? Honestly, I had so much fun uh, time talking to you, Zach. It's been a pleasure having you on the podcast. Um, if you would, if you would uh, send a message to people in Gaza, what would would you say?
So Palestine lives within all of us, whether we're here or there. And the world is filled with Palestinians that feel the same way uh, about you know our people and our, and our homeland, just as much as you. And, uh, and, and I know this. I know there's more artists, there's more um, humanitarians, and there's more uh, people in out there that believe this have the same mentality. And you know, as we go on through the years, through generations, I think we only strengthen that idea that we exist and that we're proud of our existence. And um, inshallah, one day we'll we'll see free Palestine in our lifetime. Yeah, yeah. And you guys are doing a great job out there representing your homeland and representing your culture. So thank you. How was your experience on Gazakai podcast? Oh, I'm so, I am, I had such a great time. Thank you so much for having me. And, you know, we got to do these, we got to do these more, whether they're recorded or not. We just got to, we got to keep connected. And inshallah, you know, when you, you come here, or I go there, we'll, uh, I'll, You're I'll welcome. You yeah, and you know, I'll show you some good. Uh, I'll show you little Palestine we have in, in, <laughs> in New Jersey <laughs> because it exists. Well, it, it does. It does. I see that. Yeah, yeah. We. Um, yeah, so that's what I mean by Palestine lives in here. You know, so uh, um, and that's something I think we're all so proud of. And, that's what's most important you know that that we, we know who we are you know that is like the most important thing so. and we are palestinians are proud of you and what you are doing zach and we just want you to be more active and to produce more songs good yeah, luck <laughs> yeah 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 forget about this year <laughs> like even if, even if you release something <laughs> like, we may listen to it in 2021 yeah, we got we got a lot of stuff happening, so I'm really excited. So still, yeah, and we are excited for you and your songs. I think you're doing something great. This podcast, yeah. thank you so much for having me. On no man, thank you. It's been a pleasure. It's it's your energy, man. Thank you so much. Become a supporter of Gaza Guy Podcast. You can support this podcast with a small donation to help sustain future episodes. Support Gaza Guy through anchor.fm slash Gaza Guy slash support or visit our Instagram page Gaza Guy and click on the link in the pile Gaza Guy from Gaza.